Hey everybody, I'm John Gould. And I'm Nagin Muscati, and this is This Real Estate Life, the official podcast of the Baird and Warner Lincoln Park office. We have so many amazing real estate agents in our office, each with their own unique gifts and personalities, and we really just wanted to create a podcast where you can celebrate those individuals and learn a little bit about real estate along the way. Yeah, so whether you're a real estate agent yourself or just curious to learn more about what we do every day, this is the podcast for you. So thanks for joining us and we hope you love the journey. Woohoo! Welcome to This Real Estate Life, the Baird and Warner Lincoln Park podcast where we highlight and showcase the different gifts and talents our agents have. This week's guest is the one and only Vicky Silvano. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much Vicky. for Yes, thank you for being here. Um, we are so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, if you ever hear a laugh in the office, guaranteed it's Vicky's. You have the best laugh. You're always in such a great mood. We love it. So I'm very excited for today. But we just want to kind of kick it off sharing with our guests or our listeners rather um, a little bit about you. So you've been um, a realtor for over 15 years. You've had a huge impact on the community here in Chicago as well with your involvement in different groups. Um, you're a member of the National Board uh, Director for ARIA. You are the RPAC sitting chair. You're a board director for CAR. And you're also a global ambassador to the Philippines for NAR or the National Association of Realtors. Uh, just to name a few. Um, and I know you're always um, a very vocal voice in our office as well, whenever there's really important legislation that realtors need to be aware of and take action on. So we certainly appreciate um, you keeping all of us informed of everything that's going on too. Um, you help people locally, you help people globally with their real estate needs. Um, you're a wonderful person. You're always willing to mentor and help others. And we are just very grateful to have you in our office. So thank you so much for joining us today, Vicki. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here, you know, because I see a lot of the podcast um, that you've done and, you know, great stories uh, all the time and great takeaways all the time. So thank you for having me. We're so excited you're here. This is a me big deal. I'm nervous. I've never been nervous before. <laughs> I should be the one nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start from the beginning, Vicki, because I mean, I feel like your life story is going to be a big one, especially since you're a part of so many things. But why did you start out in real estate? Start from as early as you want, even childhood. Okay. Well, um, you know, I'll your immigrant story because I, I um, born and raised in the Philippines. Um, I came here as an adult. Uh, I was just a fresh graduate um, from the University of the Philippines, which is a uh, you know, one of the best universities in the Philippines. And um, I came here for love. Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> my uh, husband came here um, as, a, as, as a student. Uh, he went uh, and take his master's degree uh, at Roosevelt University. And I, I mm -hmm. came after three years when, you know, I came after him. So I, um, as, as, as um, maybe you know, you don't know, um, you know, as an immigrant new to the country, you have to enculturate yourself with, you know, how Chicago is, you know, where yeah. the bus stops are, what groceries to go to, or, or yeah. you know, all of those things that's all brand new to me. You know, growing up in the Philippines, you don't 
you know, I'm, we're a middle-class family. Even if you're a middle-class family, you have a lot of help. We have yeah. two maids, we have one driver, we have, you know, a really? lot of things that, that was easy for, for me, you know. So when I came here to the U.S., I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to wash clothes. I don't know how to wash dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to learn everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> so... The first time I washed dishes in my own home, I cried because it was, it, I have never done that in my life. So I oh, felt yeah. like I was a maid. <laughs> oh man. So, um, but obviously my husband was here. So he guided me and, you know, told me where to go oh, and, and what bus stops to go to. Uh, I haven't. You know, I obviously in the Philippines, obviously we 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 um we not a lot of families have cars, and if we yeah. do, we have one car, and there's six siblings, right? So there's a lot of different ways, so we don't really use the the public transportation all the time. So, so I'm familiar with taking the bus, <laughs> but uh, I didn't know you know how much to put in there that you have to put the exact amount and and all that. So. Little things like those, I, it, it, I have to inculcate myself with all the nuances of living in a new country, right? Um, uh, so um, real estate didn't happen like right off the bat, right? I have to uh, go into uh, some unemployment, right? I, my first job was mm -hmm. at, a, at a dry cleaners. Again, I'm a college graduate, right? Going into a dry cleaners, I cry again. Wow. <laughs> because I said, this is not me. My father will kill me if I'm just, <laughs> just working in a dry cleaners. Oh, man. Yeah. What so anyway, um, so you learn a lot, right? Uh, it, it's it's mm -hmm. a learning process. Uh, uh, I grow up as a person, as an, as, as you know, uh, trying to learn new things um, uh, in, in, in living in, in a country that I really don't know. The, the main um, thing that really propelled me um, in being successful right now, I mean, in the beginning, is the fact that I can speak English, right? right. I can speak English well. Uh, however, I don't know a lot of the idiomatic expressions, you know, uh, yeah. that you guys know. Uh, I have, I have to learn well, that. <laughs> most, most, most native English speakers don't know them either. So you're fine. True. <laughs> but I can write and I can speak the right way. Uh, yeah. But uh, again, you know, sometimes they say some things that I, I'm not familiar with, right? Yeah. Um, so in the beginning they say, uh, are you done? I said, what the heck is that? Because to me, it's, I, I would say, are you finished doing something? Yeah. Right? So it's, I, I, I know the right way of saying things, but sometimes when, you know, uh, like the common uh, words being used, uh, I, I, I have to think really well what they're saying to me, right? So my first job was in, in the dry cleaners uh, and most of the people that I work with are, um, you know, uh, high school graduates and, uh, you know, it, it was my first job. So um, I yeah. did what I did and um, I, was, I was there for like six months. And after six months, I told my husband, honey, um, 
I'm on my feet all day long. So I, my fingers are all wounded uh, uh, because of the pins that I use and all that. And, and so um, it, it, it was, it was a, it, it, long story short, I left because uh, it's, it's not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so my first real job was uh, with uh, Northwestern University. I have a friend who, um, you know, uh, told me about to apply um, at Northwestern at the medical school. So I was an admin there. Uh, I was there for four years. I started with two years at the College of Medicine and two years at the College of Law. So because I bore fast, <laughs> I want <laughs> I want a change and, and I like to learn new things, right? So mm -hmm. if I'm bored with one thing every day that I do, I, I like to, you know, look for changes and, and better myself, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and I didn't know in the beginning that here you have to apply for something, right? So sure. to me, if I'm, you know, to me, it's by merit, you know, yeah. if you're good at your job, I will promote you. Right. Right. So in, in that, you know, in an office environment, um, I guess that was my, again, my mentality coming from a different country. Right. Right. Um, but in the Philippines, my, my, right after college, I, I, um, I was uh, taken by my professor as a, as a research analyst. Uh, I, I studied economics, so I kind of know a little bit of analysis and numbers. Um, and and I, I worked for Procter & Gamble two years before I left. So Procter & Gamble is a multinational company, or um, oh. you know, so it's worldwide. So, um, and they don't really take people in that's, you know, um, not as good as Unigan. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> really? So, <laughs> so anyway, um, so that was my, uh, during my Northwestern University stint, um, on my last year of employment, uh, my boss didn't really like the way I'm doing things, or that's how I perceive it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. in the last few months, she made my, my life's like hell because um uh so you know I, I i feel like at that time you know it wasn't you know that diversity and inclusion and equity is doesn't doesn't resonate at that time right That's so true. um being a, an asian american person um in that department um maybe i was you know uh sought out that I'm not good enough for for that particular job, right? But I don't want to think it that way <laughs> because yeah. um, in the end, I, I feel like it was something that gave my way to real estate. So in the last few months of my stay at Northwestern, um, you know, I started crying again to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> want to stay there anymore <laughs> i'm sensing i'm sensing a theme vicky with a lot a lot of crying yeah a lot of crying for sure <laughs> but not drama but just crying <laughs> uh so i said to i said so we started looking at some other uh ways of you know making myself productive or getting employed right mm -hmm. so i saw this newspaper we had newspapers back then i saw a newspaper in, in and it says uh career night 
oh, I said to my husband, oh, what's this career night? Let's go to this, uh, to this uh, open forum or whatever this is, right? So we went and lo and behold, it's a, it's a Century 21 um, recruiting thing, right? So they have this recruiting, hey, this is real estate, blah, 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 blah. So I said, huh, maybe I should go to real estate. <laughs> So before I before I left Northwestern, I started studying the course and, and took my license. And so um, I guess I, I would say that, you know, real estate was by accident because yeah. I was pushed out uh, to look for other opportunities. And, you know, real estate was, I guess God was looking over me that, you know, real estate is something for me. Um, and I love real estate. I, uh, you yeah. know. I don't think uh, there's retirement in real estate. <laughs> no matter, <laughs> no matter how many, how many, how old you are, you know. So it's yeah. it's it's never boring. Every single uh, client is different. Every single situation is different. So that's why I'm 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 here, and that was my journey, and I'm still here. Yeah, I mean. If you get bored really easily, but you've been doing this for 30 years, it can't be too bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> wow. And, you know, it's, it's more of the helping as well. Helping the, those, yeah. those clients, uh, you look in their eyes and see the fulfillment of homeownership. Man, that's priceless, right? It's, it's yeah. money will come, but that's not the priority. The priority is servicing the client and, and, and making sure that homeownership opportunity is, is, is there for that. Yeah, well, and this is not an easy business, as you know, Vicki, because you've been doing it for so long and worked with, you know, clients all over the world. Um, but hearing your story is so impressive. Mm -hmm. I mean, and coming to this country and having to, I mean, the whole mindset shift, like you said, like the way that your family lived and you grew up in the Philippines and then coming here and, you know, things we take for granted as, as basic chores that we learned, but this was all new. Like you had to acclimate yourself to the culture and, and learn a whole new way of life plus figure out a career path and have like the persistence and the strength and the sanity <laughs> and some tears, which is totally fair. I would have cried too. <laughs> I would have cried just nonstop, but like to get, to get through it. And it's, and how nice you had the support of your husband too, to, to be there and uh, help you through it all as well. Yeah. Yeah. Emily will always be my, my backbone. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, if, if you, there has to be somebody in, with, with any person, there has to be somebody right behind you to be able to be su as successful as anybody could, could want for. Yeah. That's so true. So true. Ugh. That's, I love I that story. <laughs> oh, we're going we're gonna to start crying, but different, different <laughs> tears than dishwashing tears. <laughs> Not dishwashing tears. Not so when you started your business, how did you grow it? Like, especially since you were, I mean, I guess at that point you've been in the States for five years then, but how, yeah. did, you, how did you grow a client base when you started? Um, you know, um, as you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not a newbie. So uh, real estate has evolved. Um, it has evolved in such, such that the things that I've done in the past is no longer applicable. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I, and, and being in the business and sustaining yourself in the business is the hardest thing of all, right? There's always ups and flows. There's always ups and downs. There's challenges. You, you, you love your clients, you cl your clients. Sometimes you fire them because, you know, they're, 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 
pretty toxic. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so not every client is the same, um, but um, it, it was it was not easy. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't have a lot of friends and family when when I came over. Um, yeah. I've, I've been in the business or in the country like five years before I went into real estate. So the first two years uh, after I took my license, obviously I don't know where to go. I, you know, yeah. I don't know a franchise versus a non-franchise. I don't know an independent versus a big independent versus a small independent. Mm -hmm. So whoever took me, <laughs> I, I said, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I um, you know, in real estate, there's also recruiting people, right? So there's there's a, a, a like a headhunter for real estate people. So I, I said, okay, where do I sign? I just I just want to you know start, right? But no, no. I went to a small independent office, and it's really small. There's like five people, and the three agents who were there are all brand new. So we oh, kinda, like, yeah, so we leaned on each other. Um, and because, you know, I want to look confident when I talk to my clients, I, I started, um, putting together scripts, my own scripts. <laughs> uh, I wrote it down what to say and what not to say. I, uh, look in the mirror and make sure that I'm confident enough to say things. Um, because, you know, you practice, you practice, practice makes perfect, right? So yeah. I look in the mirror and say, okay, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. So I cold call a lot because again, yeah. the phone was my best friend. Um, I tried knocking on doors, but I got scared. So um, yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, so, so all those things that most agents don't do anymore, right? There's a lot yeah. of e generation activities that's happening. You know, obviously you have to pay. There's Facebook. There's, uh, you know, a lot of social media, uh, our KV core. <laughs> so, um, you know, those, those, those things that I'm sell telling you right now are, are a thing of the past, right? But it also yeah. made me strong. It made me um, learn things uh, the hard way. And now I can easily see what what's the easy way okay right um so i when, when i started the first two years i started doing that and then i had babies <laughs> uh, mm. i had two girls two lovely girls so i i kind of retired or i was off the market <laughs> so just, <laughs> for two and a half years i took care of my babies um, you were just you were just temp status vicky <laughs> i didn't know what that temp, there was no temp and off market at the time right so no. i'm using the terms today <laughs> so i was off market and temp for two and a half years and then when i came back i went to different offices i went to remix i went to century 21 i went to a lot of different places and a lot of this you know, I, I, a lot of these places, um, they give you, um, they teach you something and uh, some some of them have training sessions, some of them don't. Um, and, and, you know, you try your best to be as, um, as relevant to your clients as possible, right? So um, it's a lot of challenges uh, <clears throat> during those times, but you know, it's, it's learning. Every time there's a market change, you have to learn. Um, when the market crashed, um, you know, in 07, 08, 9, 10, um, I was the short sale and foreclosure department in my, in my previous office. Because oh, wow. I learned, 
you know, I, I try to learn as much as I can. You know? huh. I, I went to a lot of the different um, uh, conferences uh, and met several people. Uh, and and that was my way of, of getting a Fannie Mae account. So I was a Fannie Mae broker. And during that time, you know, everybody was trying to get out of the business. And here I am thriving in the business because yeah. I evolved. I tried to evolve with the times. And that's what you do, right? Um, so it's 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 always a learning experience, uh, and I like learning, right? I as as I've mentioned earlier, you know, yeah. I have a lot of alphabet soups in my in my <laughs> after my name. Um, I I try to get those designations: uh, CIPS, which is a Certified International Property Specialist; CRS, which is the Certified Real Estate uh, Residential Specialist; SRES, which is the Senior Specialist. You know, everybody is specialist, right? Um, and I You're super, super special. I, I, <laughs> and I, I have taken uh, all the four courses of CCIM, which is the international, I mean, the, um, the, the, the commercial uh, designation, which is the PhD of all designations. It's not an easy course to take. So, that, that's so, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn all facets of, of the industry as much as I can. And, um, you know, hopefully, I'm I'm bringing value to my clients because of those uh, those those things that I've I've learned uh, from my designations. Well, you wouldn't have lasted this long in the industry if you weren't bringing value to your clients. Very I know true. that much is true. Um, Vicky, I have a question for you because like hearing you talk about you know, like just getting started in real estate, you kind of like just you know like you said by accident fell into this industry. Um, you took on some lead generation strategies that a lot of newer agents today are just quite frankly afraid to do, like the cold calling and the door knocking. But so do you think it was an advantage that you didn't really have any preconceived notions or any ideas about real estate or you didn't know what was and wasn't scary to do? That, that, so that didn't keep you from trying some of these strategies? I mean, even the short sale foreclosure department, like, like you said, you tried something new and you went for it and it's, you know, it didn't matter what may other people might think about it, you just went and did it. And then you thrived while other people were struggling. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think because you're fearless, because you don't know any better. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, because if you know a lot, sometimes it hinders you to move forward to what you think would be beneficial to you, right? Absolutely. Because I don't have those preconceived notions, as you said, you know, I don't know any better. When I was doing, when I was newer in the business, you know, I was driving around making sure I know the streets, I know the numbering, numbering system of the streets, like, you know, Western is 2400 West, you know, Ashland is 1600 West. I learned that the hard way. And I did that because I wanted to make sure that I know those streets and those areas. So when, when Cabrini Green was still Cabrini Green at the time, I was driving around there and, and I, and when I come home, I tell my husband, oh, I drove the streets. And I said, and he goes, do not go back to those trees. <laughs> because, I, you know, again, there, there's, there's no, no preconceived notions. And if you do yeah. have those notions already, it really stops you from doing something that I think would, you know, benefit you um, for your, for your business. So, Yes, I, I, I did all those things because, you know, I am, I'm a little daring as much as I'm an immigrant. I'm the daring immigrant. 
and a brave uh, person to uh, to learn new things, you know, to learn and and get into something that I don't know. Um, you know, I through the years, obviously, I felt like I, I have been stepped on, that I have been um, uh, uh, um, marginalized or something like that. Uh, but, but, you know, you grow. I, I grew from there and, and I said to myself, hey, <laughs> the heck, I'm who I am. I know I am, you know, I'm, you know, intelligent enough and smart enough I, to, to do things the way I think it would be good for me and for my, for my clients. Um, and, and so that, that's, that's how I've been, you know, I yeah. try to apply to a lot of the different organizations. Um, you know, if, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's another learning experience, you know, um, just FYI recently, um, Illinois Realtors sent out application for grants. Uh, there's a, a commercial uh, C5 summit um, in September in New York, and it's a $1,500 grant. So I applied. So yeah, I don't. I'm not a commercial real estate person per se, right? Maybe I'm doing 80% residential, 20% commercial. So, <clears throat> but <clears throat> I applied and I got it. So oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm getting fifteen hundred fifteen hundred fifteen hundred dollars, right? <laughs> so those kind of things, you know, you just have to go for it and, and make sure, and, and you know do do the best you can, you know, in, in any situation and, and in anything that you wanted to reach to. So you know, there's there's no there's no ceiling for real estate and there's no ceiling for learning. Um, well, I mean. We can see that just from all your involvement and all the designations you said you have, you know, and you are involved in several key organizations in the real estate industry. Is that partially just because of your curiosity to continue to learn and grow as a person and develop skills? Or are there other reasons that you got involved, you know, with ARIA or NAR or CAR, these other organizations? You know, again, it's by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Always by accident, right? Yeah. I think that God is like directing me to somewhere, you know, to be able to sure. volunteer in all these organizations. But uh, in, in my previous um, organ, in my previous um, uh, office, uh, you know, the, the broker is uh, Thai American, and mm -hmm. she um, she she brought me under her wings, um, Nancy, and 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 that's where it opened up a lot of opportunities for me. So. Uh, you know, for, for CAR, I was the, um, in 2014, I was the chair for the global council, uh, for, for CAR. Um, and, and so it started from there. Uh, and I went to, uh, LA, uh, one time with her, uh, and when, when ARIA, the Asian Real Estate Association of America was just born, um, ARIA was, uh, was born in 2003. And because there was no representation for Asian Americans at the time, or yeah. stronger, stronger representation, um, now it does. So it has it's 18 years old, more or less, right? Um, and so I, 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 it opened my eyes that yes, um, you know, this is something that I wanted to to be involved with. Uh, real estate has been good to me, uh, to me and my family, and and so I, I, this is my way of giving back, um, and it's my way of. of 
even e- e- with with me giving back, it, it comes back as well, right? Yeah. There, there's a lot of things that has that Aria, NAR, and Car has afforded me over over the over over the years. You know, um, this year so far, I've gotten like four referrals from all Aria members from different states. Um, yeah. So it's 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 like you know the giving is there, but again, you don't really think of the giving to get to get something back, right? You just right. give, um, and and if you give, there there will always be something in return, you know, when you least expect it. Uh, and it's always nice to be, uh, you know, acknowledge that you know um, yeah. that your efforts of giving back is there, and you know it's 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 a, it's a sincere giving back, and it's not something that. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to something. Well, well that, but that's why you get in return. Yeah. Because you do it with sincerity. And I think it, you're just such a testimony to someone being comfortable, being uncomfortable and like just going for it and putting yourself out there even when it should be scary. Um, and it's really cool to see because I am someone who's very cautious and I don't put myself out there a lot, but you just do, and it clearly works out for you great. And you should, John. Um, <laughs> y- y- you know, um, sometimes when I go to events, I, you know, I'm like by myself, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it's it's that's the scary part. But you know, because I'm 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 I've been in the business a long time, and you 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 kind of just I just talk to people. I just start talking to people, right? And yeah. You know, and, and it, that the conversation starts, and and then you know it, it gets more comfortable. Yes, you, I, I am comfortable being uncomfortable, <laughs> and sometimes uh, it, it can be um, it can be a plus, but sometimes it can be a minus. <laughs> sometimes I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> but you know, ninety uh, percent of the time, it's 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 you know you you get comfortable at, at the end of the day. Because, yeah, for sure. Uh, and it, it adds on it it adds on to your growth, John. <laughs> you grow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, that's that's sort of like even you coming to you know America, like all of it. You just always just like made it happen in like crazy situations. Yeah, but I, the coming to America guy, I, I wasn't that rich. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, that, that story, coming to America, is pretty much me. And I had $65 in my pocket when I got here. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's so nuts. So uh, I have more than $65 in my pocket now. <laughs> Good. I'll have a solid $100. <laughs> that's right. Um, Vicky, do you mind if we talk a little bit? I know that your involvement with ARIA and just yeah. the general conversation around diversity and inclusivity is, is something you're very passionate about. Do you mind you know, just talking a little bit about, about that and what you'd like to see in terms of how this industry can uh, be more welcoming to all people, regardless of background, and just how we should approach that diversity conversation and anything practical that you can think of, of ways that agents can kind of get involved to, to make change? Yeah, well, thank you so much for um, raising that up because I, I guess it, it I, I rose up that interest in the interest level of the Baird and Warner family, right? Because I'm, yeah. I, I, I've been with Baird and Warner for two years now or a little over two years. And um, 
um, you know, again, being uncomfortable <laughs> in a new office environment, uh, new faces, yeah. um, you know, I don't know who to talk to. Uh, I, I don't know if I should talk to somebody or not, you know, um, sure. but, you know, over time, you know, they, they see you, you guys see me at the, the open space there because that's what I where I want to go there all the time because I wanted to see faces right I don't want to yeah. just go and look at my computer in my cubicle and be bored <laughs> no not you you don't do well with boredom we that. <laughs> so um I, I want to make sure that you know Baird and Warner really understands that there are other groups uh that you can embrace right um and I, I, I see that when I came to our office that I felt like I was the only <laughs> uh, non-Caucasian in the office. Yeah. Um, and this is just within our office, right? But on a broader sense, obviously, you want to make sure that everybody is aware of that there are other different communities out there, that we all have different, and each community has different, you know, cultural and behavior nuances. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm Asian American. I'm a Filipino American, um, and we work differently versus the Hispanic community, versus mm -hmm. the Black community, versus the LGBTQ community, veterans and women. So, with Asians, you know, most Asian Americans uh, who are homeowners, they only know to put down twenty percent down payment, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these Asian Americans they they're they own businesses um and right. so they don't have the w2 they don't have paper trail for where their monies are coming from you know there's under the mattress and and all that so there's no paper trail for this asian americans looking for houses <laughs> <laughs> so um those different cultural and behavioral differences everyone should know about it you know yeah. this is the minority groups will be the majority homeowner seekers down the line. And you see that already across the board, right? And if you don't learn how these uh, communities work or, or have different types of mindset, um, especially the new immigrants, whether you're from Asia or from Latin America, the new immigrants, you know, are, especially for Asians, our first thinking is to have a home right to buy a home for our families you know when i came here on my fifth year of being in america i bought my first home that's a huge change from only having 65 dollars in your pocket yeah that's amazing, amazing. <laughs> but, but but you know i don't want to say something you know i don't want to elevate myself you know i'm just saying to you no, guys you, that, you know there's 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 really different cultural differences um, between different groups. And so, yeah. so as a realtor, whether I'm whoever I am, uh, Nagin, you know, if you know these differences, you'll be able to service them well. Sure. You know, you'll be able to service them uh, the right way and, and, and making sure that they are uh, handheld uh, from start to finish, especially with, with you know, Asian Americans, because we, we, we speak several languages. Yeah. I, have, I, I speak Tagalog, Chinese speak Chinese, you know, Korean speaks Korean, Thai, you know, Vietnamese. Whereas with Latin America, you speak Spanish all day long, <laughs> <laughs> wherever they come from. 
So, <laughs> but with Asian America, Asian community is, is as diverse as you can be. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, you know, the diversity and inclusion really is, is very important, not just to increase your business, but to make sure that you treat people the way you want to be treated, the way they know how to, right? Uh, and so I want to I want to really raise the voice of of inclusivity and diversity uh, in our office, uh, and, and hopefully I'm I'm able to do that uh, with this podcast <laughs> as well as you know other things that I do for uh, for for the industry. So because I think it's high time that we know that diversity is really the strength. It's a strength. It's not a liability. Uh, there's, there's, there's strength in diversity. There's, 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 you know, um, there's, there's strength in, in, in that se sector, you know, yeah. um, the more, you know, about the other community, the better, uh, equipped you will be in servicing your clients. Um, I think you bring up such a good point that I, I think I just maybe take for granted that I know in the back of my mind um, and just some way that I was raised because both of my par parents are immigrants too. So I think I was raised with a little bit more cultural awareness, but we talk about always, you know, in these, you go to different conferences and everything and learn about how to work with people. We always approach it from a personality perspective, but there's never any education on how to approach it from a cultural perspective and understanding how to understand somebody better based on their, their background, their ethnicity, their culture. It's not just, the personality and are they introverted or extroverted? There's so many layers to this that just kind of are ignored, but they're they're more important even. Yeah, no, I I think you know the world is getting smaller. A lot of people are coming into the U.S. Uh, whether they're immigrants or investors, um, and 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 you need to know how to handle them, you know, and and again. With any first-time home buyers or with any immigrant um, client that you may have, once you service them the right way, oh my God, the whole clan is calling you. Yeah. <laughs> All the members of the family, you know. Uh, so you don't run out of clients once yeah. you have those types of you know loyal clients that you've serviced well, right? I just had a call today from, you know, but he's Hispanic, but his wife is uh, Filipino and I've serviced them for a long time, you know, and now he's calling me back for other, uh, another set of property that, you know, his office is looking for. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really, it's really high time for everyone to understand um, there's, there's cultural differences um, and sure. that if, if you know how to service them, uh, and 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 focus on their needs. Um, I, I think you'll you'll get a lot of those loyal clients, so to speak. Yeah. Do you think people are more willing to have those conversations, or maybe just listening even one percent more, just given you all of the activity from last year and the protesting and the social unrest and just really the raising of some of these very important issues. I, th I think because of what's happened during the pandemic last year and, and still this year that, you know, obviously with the Asian Americans, there's, there's a rise in, in, in crimes, Asian hate crimes. And um, it, it's, it's, it's sad, right? It's very sad that we are in the 21st century almost. 
and this is happening. Right. You know, history for for the black black uh, history, African American history. You know, it's 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 been ongoing. Although Asian Americans, they we've had you know um, you know the the the, the uh, in the eighteen hundreds where uh, Chinese exclusion, there was a Chinese exclusion act where you can come here if you're Chinese, right? Yeah. Uh, but it hasn't really been highlighted since last year that there's this Asian hate and we're always the perpetual foreigner uh, because, you know, when they see you, um, although for me, I look Hispanic, I look Filipino, I look, I can look, you know, from different communities, right? <laughs> uh, but for some Asian Americans, you know, you see, um, you know, small eyes and you say that they're all Chinese, you know, we have Chinese, Vietnamese, Korean, they all look the same, Japanese, you know, right. so you can't really target certain person or just the facial uh, features uh, to be that particular um, uh, Asian American. Um, and, and so it's, 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 it's sad that this is happening. Um, and, and I think raising awareness, like what you're doing right now with the podcast, uh, I think that, you know, uh, um, it, it should help in educating people, educating our realtors that, you know, we were here, uh, we're here and we are also US, US citizens. We are, yeah. we are like you, we are, we are not, we're not a foreigner all the time, you know, yeah. we Asian Americans have contributed over two trillion dollars in this economy you yeah. know two-thirds although two-thirds of of asian americans are foreign born and and i'm one of them <laughs> um so it's 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 just there's still that you know immigrant mindset and and and, and old cultural uh, or, or original cultural behavior that we have to deal with so um i think um you know education and training um, on, on diversity issue, issues uh, is, is high time for us to learn, um, to be able to service clients and to be able to just treat people the right way. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, thank you, Vicki. Yeah, thank you for being willing to talk about that. Yeah, well, thank you for letting me. And, um, you know, as I said, um, I, I want to talk to you can add this on later on. I, you know, for the global, yeah, <laughs> <for the> global, <laughs> uh, because I, I want to touch that on because I wanted to, uh, you know, again, give value to whoever listens that yeah. you can do global business as well. Again, two thirds of our, of our, of our, of Asian Americans who immigrate here are foreign born. So we still have that strong connection with the old country. So right. I still have a strong connection with the Philippines. I think that's one of the reasons why NAR has appointed me to be the global ambassador to the Philippines, right? Because I, I know people, I can, you know, I can relate to them. I speak the language. Um, so, um, but foreign uh, or, or global uh, clients, um, just to be aware that these are not easy and fast moving clients. <laughs> so you need a lot of patience um, and because you need to earn their trust, right? Um, so I have this Malaysian client that I, I'm working with right now. Uh, first I met him in Malaysia. 
second year I met him in Vietnam and then went to Thailand. And then um, at, at, in the Vietnam conference that I went to, he finally talked to me longer than just, hey, hi and bye. <laughs> Uh, and apparently he has some properties here, here in Chicago that I did obviously I didn't oh, know because wow. he just you just say hi and bye and chit chat you know during the conferences right. and so he said oh I have so several properties in Chicago and I come to Chicago a, a lot I said really well you know, when you come back to Chicago you know let's have lunch or whatever so and so that started that started the uh, the, the 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 relationship, you know. Now yeah. they, you know, in the last year, year and a half, they bought seven properties from me. Seven? So, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so it, it, it's there for the taking. Just again, it takes a while. Yeah. And you need really the patience. You need to earn their trust. Once you establish that trust, these people are going to be very loyal to you. So um, hopefully that will, um, you know, uh, open up some new op business opportunities for, for you know, the, 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 the I, I'm just going to say the new immigrant <laughs> agents, <laughs> brokers uh, uh, who, you know, that, that they can, they, that they can add on to their business. So uh, that's, that's, that's the, that's what I wanted to add on in this conversation. So. Yeah, for sure. If a real estate agent was interested in learning about working with international clients, where would you suggest they start? So there's a designation called CIPS, which is the Certified International Property Specialist. And it covers all the continents, the Asia Pacific, um, Europe, uh, Latin America, the Africas, uh, and, and others, right? So that's probably the first step that you wanted to, to go into and learn the process of working with um, global um, uh, clients um, and, and, and get, get to somebody or, or reach out to somebody who has, uh, who has experience in that, in, in that arena, right? Get, get a mentor. Um, so it's, 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 it's good if you have that you know, path uh, of having a mentor and in, in, in adding, adding the educational piece to it. Um, yeah. And obviously social media. We have a CIPS um, Facebook group. I'm part of the NAR global group. I'm part of the whole thing, you know. Part of <laughs> This, but most of this, uh, most of this uh, foreigners or foreign uh, clients or global clients, they like to meet you face to face, you know, yeah. because again, you earn their trust. You can't really get that trust when you do the Zoom meetings all the time. So <laughs> I can't wait to travel again. <laughs> We're getting close. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I have my two shots, so I'm good. <laughs> so well, I'm excited for when you take me to New York with you later. Yeah, <laughs> for our commercial uh, commercial summit. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So I, I thank you so much again. Thank you for this opportunity and, and listening to my story, <laughs> listening to, oh, um, sure. you know, hopefully mm -hmm. uh, people who um, listen can um, learn something from me. Um, I know I'm not a, the best speaker, but <laughs> I hopefully oh. I can relate to everyone and in and, and, and my story and the way you know, my path to, uh, to success is in real estate. So thank you again.
Thank you. This was, I mean, this was amazing. I would really appreciate, like John said, thank you for opening up and being willing to talk about some of these, you know, topics and, and share. I think there's a lot of value in, in everything that you shared with us today. Um, and I know John has a couple of fun questions for you, but before we get into those, would you mind just sharing some advice? Like if you had one piece of advice for someone who was getting into real estate and they're new to the business, what would you tell them? You know, I'll tell them never give up because it's, it's not an easy job. It's not, you know, you think real estate is like people, realtors have, are driving, you know, great cars and, you know, having beautiful clothes and, you know, all those good stuff. You know, we, we, we try to, some of us try to portray how easy it is, you know, but it's not easy. It's not an easy job, but once you get the hang of it um, and, and really focus on, on your mission of helping people and helping um, you know, people get into their first homes. Um, so I, I would say to them, you know, learn and never give up. You know, if you think that this is something that's not for you, give up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if it is for you and you think that there's some, that, that, that this is something that you sincerely want to do and be successful, there's, there's a lot of money to be made. You know, there's, 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 there's a lot of those perks and benefits, you know, when you make a lot of money, you, you do a lot of things that not a lot of people can afford you know you can travel you can have a good retirement you can you know relax if you want to relax you can work if you want to work if you don't want to work you don't have to work but um i say never give up and 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 learn as much as you can um in in in, in real estate so and be comfortable being uncomfortable well that that's that's gonna come out later on <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, come to be, 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 be yourself, you know, you don't have to, yeah. you know, make it up on who you are or who you're not, you know, just because it'll show later on. Sure. <laughs> the, the pieces yeah. will show anyway. So um, yeah, if you're true to your passion in homeownership, you, you know, you will succeed. I love it. That's amazing. Thank you. Okay, you ready for the fun question? Yeah. Okay, this was not th this was not in the in the questions, right? <laughs> oh, okay. it's gonna be a surprise. Surprise. <laughs> okay, easy, let's see how smart Vicky is. <laughs> okay, the first one is if someone was gonna play you in a movie about your life, who would play you? Oh wow. Uh the, 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 you know that's a great question because I'm not good at movies. <laughs> anyway, it can be it can be. Michelle Obama. It can be anybody. Maybe may, you know. I was. I was Excuse once. Me. Someone. Somebody thought I was Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. That's, that's a compliment. Mm -hmm. She's pretty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Second question. When was the last time you were happy? What, when was the last moment you can remember just being happy? I'm happy all the time, you know? Uh, <laughs> so that's not a good question. <laughs> when, okay, so then, so what was the last time you were just like, you just felt at peace with the world? 
at peace with the world. You know, I'm always at peace with the world when I'm with my family. Well, don't kill me. <laughs> when I'm with my family, I'm at peace, you know, just because family to me is really a big, big part of me. You know, if, if I don't have a good family, um, I don't know where I'll be. You know, the, it's, it's really my biggest support system. Uh, whether it's my husband, my, you know, my, my sisters and brothers, uh, and, and family to me is really, you know, what it is that makes me happy in a different sense, in, in a higher sense, so to speak, you know, um, I'm happy if I get checks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So <laughs> exactly. So to me, that's, that's, you know, um, one of the things that I wanted to share as well is, uh, it's one of your questions in, 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 the, in the thing that you gave me. It's like, what was the uh, experience? Um, what was one real estate transaction that stuck out to you most, right? Yeah. And I thought about that. And I said, um, you know, when I was newer in the business, maybe two to three years in the business, obviously, I don't know a lot then yet. Um, I had a two-flat listing in Edgewater. Um, and the, the there is a second-floor tenant um, who... Obviously, you know, my quintessential being a salesperson, I asked them, so what's your plan? <laughs> Are you uh, gonna rent? <laughs> How can I help? How can I help, right? <laughs> so he, he said, oh, I'm looking for a property, for a home. Oh, I can help you. <laughs> so uh, this was a challenge because he was disabled. He's a disabled person. So okay. he's getting disability checks. Mm -hmm. So they've been uh, denied twice by a financing company or, or a lender. And so I said, okay, let me see what I can do, right? Mm -hmm. So I look for a lender who can do, who can do their, their, their loan, right? Um, and again, there's always that, you know, uh, uh, a higher power that <laughs> guides me. And I found a lender who, who gave them a loan. That's so wow. yeah, lo and behold, I was able to get them a home and they were so happy, you know, again, because of their past experience of not getting a, a, a loan, right? Yeah. Financing. So, so after closing, maybe a, a few weeks after they, they invited me to their home. And uh, again, this was like two, three years in, into my real estate career. And they gave me a toast and they cheered for me <laughs> saying that, you know, um, here's to Vicky, blah, 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 blah. I cried again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but happy tears this time. Tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and this, this really stuck out to me in my career because, you know, these are the things that you don't expect. Yeah. You know, yeah. these are the, 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 the the price that's priceless or the, 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 the reason for me being here, right? So I, I think that stuck out to me because from then on, I said, oh, where's my other toast? <laughs> <There's>, yeah. <laughs> all those closings, right? Where are the toast? <laughs> but, you know, a lot of, a lot of people that, you know, they, they, do, they do appreciate you, you know? I've, I've yeah. gotten gifts instead of me giving gifts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 those moments that really you know puts me in place puts me grounded 
um, and and why why am why am I in real estate? Why 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 right? right. What's my mission in life? <laughs> in life, not just in real estate. So, mm -hmm. I guess that's my mission, you know, to help out others. Well, here's to you, Vicky, for an incredible podcast interview. So, <laughs> thank you again. Thank you. No more, no more additions. <laughs> no, but that was that was perfect, and what a great story to end on too. And I think yeah, um, anybody here that knows you knows that you're truly doing this for the reasons of helping others and and wanting to give back. And we appreciate you being a part of the office and taking the time to do this today. If anybody who's listening wants to get in touch with you, what's the best place where they can find you? Uh, or how how's the best way to, for them to contact you? Yeah, just call my cell phone, 773-848-1201, or call John and Nagin. They know where I'm at. <laughs> forward your messages. We will forward your messages for you. Thank um, you again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank this you so much, Nagin. Take care, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you.